0: Welcome to Old Town New World here in Old Town Rock Hill at Millstone Pizza. I'm Jason Broadwater. I'm Chris Trevay. And we're here to talk about the ever changing world of Small Town (laughs) USA. Yeah, okay. All right, so today we're going to talk about crowdfunding. Uh, and crowdsourcing in general but crowdfunding is somewhat of a subset of of crowdsourcing so if crowdsourcing is um, you know getting people to to collectively address some uh, opportunity or problem uh, and weigh in with whatever interest that they have to provide value ideas comments crowdfunding is that same principle applied to money so uh, we're trying to make something happen and we need cash to do it and people have the ability to weigh in at different levels, small levels, to put money into that into that process. And um, so one example of um, crowdfunding, of course, that most people recognize is, is Kickstarter. We're going to talk about Kickstarter and other crowdfunding sites, and we've got a guest with us today, our one of our favorite guests, well, our third favorite guest,
1: <laughs> uh, Robin Dorman. Who's, who's sort of turning into an official <laughs> member as opposed to a guest. But you're like that celebrity that, like, at the end of the credits on a sitcom or whatever, it's like, and special guest Robin Dorman. Even though you're in every single episode, that's sort of what you are. How do you like being that, Robin? I like it a lot. All right, good,
0: that's fantastic. You're awesome at that. Um, so anyway, Kickstarter is the one that everybody recognizes, and there's a ton of them out there. So, you know, what do y'all have? Y'all personally had any experience with uh, creating a Kickstarter, trying to fund something? How's that going?
1: I have. Um, yeah, we tried. Me and Micah tried to do a Kickstarter for. Uh, a TV show thing we were trying to do, which is uh, really just sort of short films that, w- if we you know got funding to produce more episodes, <clears throat> would have turned into a, sort of a pitch to networks for a, t- for a TV show. And um, I mean, we put tons and tons and tons of effort into it, but you know, like most uh, artists, I guess we we had a lot more effort and productivity on the creation of it, like the video for it and stuff. than once it once we created it it looked nice and interesting and everything but then came the like figuring out how to force a lot of people to, to go to it you know and we right. did but that's it's one thing to get people to, to look at something and it's another thing to get them to put money into it I guess
0: yeah no I hear you I, I think it's um an interest I mean obviously that's same thing with all of us that we've been in bands and you know written literature and created movies or whatever we do creatively it's hard to then the whole thing of then to turn it into some type of endeavor but at least when you had to kind of try to make it to the 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 big world that's controlled by so few kind of corporations it seems so impossible but things like crowdfunding lets you not go through that and just put it out to an audience of just normal people who have the opportunity to say hey man I'll I'll put a hundred bucks towards making that happen you know
2: yeah there is sort of a middle ground there because um Kickstarter has gotten so big that it's sort of like I mean it really is a a filter. Like if an idea is really awesome um, you would hope that that would rise to the top but a lot of it is um, how well that you're able to present that idea to people. But I mean um, if it's a really great idea it it will.
1: Yeah, The the takeaway that we had uh, when we did our Kickstarter was that we had a horrible idea So it didn't succeed.
0: And I would argue that the ability to articulate an idea is part of what creates that actual idea. I mean, it's hard to separate the idea and the articulation of that idea because if you have a a really good idea and no one's articulated it well yet, then it's ultimately a half-baked idea. I mean,
2: maybe. Yeah, I think that's that's true to an extent, especially when you assume. An, an intelligent audience. Well that's true. An intelligent crowd. I mean there's always the example of um, you know the T V commercials for uh, cheap things that seem like awesome ideas oh, that's true. that are yeah. yeah so I mean did you always, laminating your Kickstarter thing
1: Oh right? yeah, yeah, we did. And gold foil.
2: <laughs> one of those little things that cats can chase around it. <laughs> that yeah. spin around yeah. Were there any cats in
1: this at all? Yeah we had a little cat spinny thing and a cat <laughs> We well, put why didn't this work? It beats me. Can i just give you
0: $100 right now. It had
1: bacon, it had bacon <laughs> all and the cats. Yeah, all the in- stuff the internet loves. It Nut- <laughs> had Nutella, bacon, and cats. Wow. Yeah, it still failed, so it just goes to show you.
2: It's a terrible idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: That's what you get for smearing that cat with Nutella <laughs> and putting bacon on his head. The cat liked
0: No animals were injured in the making of this Kickstarter. Now, Kickstarter is only one example of these things. You know, um, we're seeing this apply to all types of things. You know, I've seen it in kind of revitalization of, of, of urbanism, um, new urbanism, revitalization of, of downtown districts. I've seen it applied there. There's one that I encountered that was about, what do we do with the public space? And if we have a, a project that we want to do with the space, like create a garden or this, that, and the other, would you be willing to pitch in and give? And, and the funding there goes beyond just money. Uh, they're also uh, wanting people to come volunteer to work and stuff. So people are really just exploring this notion that you can put out to just the, a community of sorts an idea that needs funding, it needs, it needs work, it needs participation, it needs other ideas, and you just open it up for contribution.
2: You know?
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's it's yet another one of those signals that the culture of how money gets exchanged, you know, in America and how what we're used to of, of this corporation has this thing and then it goes to this process and it, it basically exists because of demographic research <clears throat> and then if you have, you know, respond if it's if you respond well to that product of that demographic research, that's sort of how commerce, you know, traditionally has worked. And this is another one of those things that shows how there's that middle part of the process is just gone. And you have people directly getting access to the things that they're interested in, and and I mean, so it's like the funny thing about it is it technically, for the time being, means that it really is sort of a particular sort of product that works on that level because I mean, it's it's specifically those kinds of things that immediately you can see in this profound way that click because every like every Kickstarter I've ever gone to that someone sent me. I was like, oh, this is interesting, check it out. As soon as you looked at it, you're like, oh, wow, you know, I get it. It's one of those, like, obvious, right, yeah. of course kind of things, you know. Yeah. But I think as it evolves and it grows, and it's part of a, of a bigger situation to where we're, we're you know, it's directly the consumer, the user of the product or whatever it is, and then the maker or the person with the idea, you know, which I think has a profound effect on that, that thing we keep going back to about small towns and, and how to leverage these kinds of things and and what that means. Because yeah. it, once again, means that this great part of the wheel that would traditionally take place somewhere else and under certain circumstances is gone. Yeah. It's about point A and point B.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's kind of like if there's enough people that want to see something happen and it has a champion, the people buy into the champion, into the idea. It's like, well, I'll pitch in to help make that happen. And, and the beautiful part about it is that somebody has to create... The whatever like if it's a Kickstarter, you have to create the Kickstarter, and then market it. That person person's dedication to making that real demonstrates them as the champion of that idea. I mean, it's easy to come up with ideas, and then expect somebody else to champion it. But who's gonna stay up all night and work on it? Who's gonna like dedicate themselves to it? Who's gonna make sure that it cu- turns out as awesome as the description? And I guess, Robin, that goes back to your point that you could have an awesome description and a terrible follow-through in terms of you know putting forward your idea. You know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, with crowdsourcing, it seems like um, the things that are most successful are um, projects where a person can, the person's contribution can happen right there over the connection of the like where your contribution can happen in front of you so like it's not just saying oh i'll commit to this time or whatever yeah. but you can give money or you can like the projects where you can um spend your time right there like doing the work like where you can identify um you know there's the different projects where you can help identify 3d um protein sequences yeah those and are stuff. amazing oh, yeah, yeah and you can actually do the work right
1: there right like, yeah. they that's turn them into the right that's yeah. what, that's what yeah, crowdsourcing but, your your that's crowdsourcing, your yeah. time, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Which is different than crowdfunding, but still it's related yeah. to the same macro idea. It does yeah.
2: work really well because you the your commitment can happen as soon as you decide to do it right then. Yeah. Okay. Whereas yeah, yeah. whereas um, certain other things require more of a, like you can't just break it up into little chunks. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. I hear you, and I think those things, <clears throat> did you know that CAPTCHA, you know, when you go on a, on a website and you fill out a form and at the bottom it's got the little thing to type this in to make sure you're not a robot, you know, CAPTCHA. And, um, the, the guy who invented that, I heard a TED talk where he, he's making it to where, you know how there's two words on a lot of them?
2: It, one word is... Um, oh, it's, it's uh, from like the Google Books, which yes. scanned and they can't actually identify it. They, they don't know what the word yeah, is. The computer slimy. can't do it, so they yeah. use the human so, proven.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> what they're doing is you put in the word that they know what it is, and then the second word, you're actually identifying that word for the internet. Wow, so that's the, serving internet, two purposes. Yeah. Yeah. is cool? paid for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no you're not. But you are helping with the whole body of human knowledge yeah. as being digitally archived and w- and it taking no time really, I mean no yeah. extra time Except
2: Chris. He has to do it like five times.
0: Well that's to true. It right. Chris yeah, is I,
1: really bad at CAPTCHA. I specifically hate CAPTCHA. I can't. I just keep clicking the refresh thing over and over and over. And <laughs> to get one you can do. Getting absolutely you know, nothing. The guy
2: that has to like, look at all those that says whether it's right or not. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jeff. You put, put it in line. <laughs> that's Jeff. Thank you. Um, big Jeff checks those. Big <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> um, no, I hear you. I think that um, it's indicative of, of our, you know, it, it's kind of like I heard Clay Shirky talk. I know you saw Robin Clay Shirky this weekend um, uh-huh. up in, in New York at the New York Times thing, which is cool. But um, I, And you'll have to give us an update on that. But um, I heard him talk about the, the, how the cell phone has impacted um people and, and then and the internet in terms of G- gps and stuff talking about point to point communication mm. where instead of saying having to make plans ahead of time on where we're going to meet what time we'll be there where we'll be standing and everything you just say oh I will call you when I get there I you know we'll touch base when I get yeah, there yeah. so there's all this point to point communication going on well It's similar to me, this whole thing, what you're saying about how you can contribute to a project right there on the spot. You can encounter it on the internet, whatever time it is. You think it's awesome, you can give a hundred bucks. Or you can play some game that maps a protein. Mm -hmm. And it's it's this point-to-point experience between that single individual and then that person who has that project or that problem that there's this interchange that happens, and it doesn't have to go through... Institutional infrastructure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to go like, oh yeah, I'm going to go and schedule an appointment and and go and meet with these people so that I can try to get a job, so that I can try to help mapping a protein. Yeah. No, it's just like I'm going to do this right now at 11:30 at night because yeah. I'm bored. And yeah.
2: it it's sort of like uh, captures that the energy a person has and wants to give at its most, like at its at the most critical time, like when it's yes. most focused or whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's funny that initially when when Kickstarter. When I first saw Kickstarter, it seemed like the surface idea of it was about, well, you know, uh, donate money to me so I can not work for a year while I write this book, exactly, or I yeah. can put money for me. But I think it's it's even, and, it's, and that's awesome, it's very exciting, but at the same time I think it's even more interesting when you have these, like, products that people are Um, in a roundabout way based on the reward system that Kickstarter offers buying a product that doesn't exist. I mean, that's a completely bizarro thing, you know, that is, it's so perfect. It makes so much sense. That's great.
0: And usually that was only done in the past on like large scale, like the real estate marketplace, development, real estate development marketplace would develop whole, like, Giant neighborhoods based on pre-selling yeah. lots or homes that didn't exist yet, uh-huh. and that's the way you could go get financing from the bank. You'd have, you'd have you'd be like 50% pre-sold when you went for the loan for the bank, and then they'd lend you know 12 million dollars or 150 million dollars, you know, or whatever size project that you're dealing with because you're you're 60% pre-sold. Well you know, it's just the whole micro version of that. And the internet is what really allows that. It's like micro lending, you know, where you're talking about in third world countries where people are lending 20 bucks and changing someone's life and able to do everything on just a point to point micro scale because of connectivity, because of the internet. There's no way you could create the organizational infrastructure or the institutional infrastructure, organizational infrastructure, whatever you want to call it, to allow that type of micro stuff—it just wouldn't had, work. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be work. economically
2: feasible. If you like, had to drive down yeah. to
0: somewhere and wait in line and sit and meet with somebody to meet with somebody else, it just none of that would ever mm. happen,
2: you know. And yeah, that's why it didn't happen. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's oh, all awesome. the internet, <laughs> and and with n- cats, and bacon. Yeah, the chances <laughs> for terrible. optimizing optimizing cats and bacon's.
0: I wish um, I would have invested in cats and bacon years ago.
1: You know, I think another thing is that, um, gosh, yeah, you know, I wish I could go back in time investing cats and bacon imagery um, and yeah. the concept of cats and or bacon. When was, the
2: cats IP, when was the cat's IPO offered? <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're asking me that question. Um, but, you know, I think another really interesting thing is that it creates a new, like a lot of what the, the Internet does, it creates a new accountability and a new sort of, like, It's almost like, okay, take like movies, you know, a lot of like Veronica Mars did it, and then uh, uh, Zach with Braff did it uh, to potentially make Garden State 2. It's funny that Hollywood has all these problems now, and studios are figuring out what to do, and there's this is this, this is this way, it shouldn't be this way, and there's all these politics and blah blah blah. So it's like, well, these already successful properties are going to a crowd. Funding thing to get money to make their projects. Yeah. It's completely cutting those politics out. Yeah, Be- and and it's, go to the
0: consumer and say if right. you want it. You know. Right
1: now, that's you know sort of a for better or worse thing. I think there's there's definitely a negative side to celebrities eating up, Indiegogo yeah. and Kickstarter. There's there's a dark side to that as well. But at the same time, I think it's yeah. it's yet another one of those things that says, uh, <clears throat> you know, non-functioning systems, in our society, are gonna get cut out. If they can't, you know, rise to the level of these simplified, direct systems that are happening now.
0: Well, you know, I I again will credit uh, Clay Shirky for some of these, um, uh, making me think about some of these ideas. But he talks about organizational infrastructure, and and he used the example of um, uh, Flickr. And he says, okay, well, let's say that you're going to, you want pictures of Iraq, well, you could, traditionally you would have to hire a couple photographers and they would go and take thousands of pictures. Well, because of Flickr now, you can just go and, and, and search the word Iraq or just Google Images or whatever, search the word Iraq, and you're going to get thousands of pictures that were taken by hundreds of different people. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have the power law distribution where you have one person that took 100 pictures, but you're going to have 100 people that took one picture. And you never it might be one guy who took one picture that ends up being the picture that you want, that's the best picture ever. Yeah. But as an organization, you could have never hired... 400 people to begin with, so you never would have gotten that picture. Right. You only would have gotten the the pictures that those three people that you hired went and took. Because an organization, an institution, cannot handle that type of. Um, you can't get everybody involved. You can't afford it. You can't organize it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you look at Hollywood. Um, you look at anything like that that's become institutionalized. It's about everybody rushes there to try to be part, but there's only so much room and space in the networked, uh, you know, uh, kind of wealthy networked people that get the opportunities there. There's only so much infrastructure that and uh, organization that can support those people. The outlier, the outlet person way outside has almost no chance of participating in that, except now with things like crowdsourcing, crowdfunding thing, there's an opportunity for somebody to put something in that space and have it be made because you don't need to go through that organizational infrastructure anymore.
2: Yeah, the, f- the Flickr example is interesting. It just made me think. I don't want to nerd out too much, but um, I was wondering when you were too talking late. when you were talking about that um, if there was like a sweet spot in our culture where uh, before th- there is too much data, where where the contributions from people is usable, and then a point at which a point at which there's too many there's like too much noise well, you to know, do what the, you want. But that's, that's, that's a great question. Yes, like, that's and what algorithms do. Yes, yeah, that's what.
0: And that's what, what data mining is.
2: And that's. And yeah. I
0: think that Google was the first person to really solve that problem. Because if you look at how Yahoo was manually indexing everything, and then it became, wait a minute, are we really going to manually index everything? Like, this is freaking <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <crazy. laughs> yeah. And Google said, listen, basically, they didn't say this, I don't think, but they <laughs> said this by what they put forward. There's never too much, it's just. Can I put the singular thing that you're interested in in front of you? Is there an easy way to get to the one thing I'm interested in? It doesn't matter if there's a zillion things. If I can get to whatever I need easily, then there's no problem. More is better because a singular experience is achievable. You know, so I think that the noise thing is not based on how much there is. It's based on the way in which we can interact with how much there is.
2: Yeah, well, it's also, it depends upon, Sophisticated algorithms that can reduce the complexity of the amount of data to like, log n amount of time or whatever. Which is
0: what I said, but smarter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I concur with these sophisticated algorithms.
0: I think technology is important. <laughs> yeah, That's what Mr. Google
1: said. It is my <laughs> feeling, it is my emotional state that technology is important and usable. <laughs> I think technology <laughs> is like
0: a metaphorical simile. So, you know, I think that we started out talking about crowdfunding, but really crowdfunding is kind of a subset of crowdsourcing. Crowdsourcing being the whole idea that you ask for people in kind of a point-to-point way to participate and give input and uh, give to a project because they just have some type of motivation, usually some type of intrinsic motivation. Yes, there might be rewards, but they really just want to kind of help out with what's going on. But crowdsourcing is really just a subset of the whole uh, change that's come about with uh, the internet. I mean, the whole idea that you can access singular bits of information in in just a sea of massiveness, that you can, um, you know, have point-to-point communication and participation, all these things. is all enabled by this type of connectivity. And I will do the segue to demonstrate why that's so important to Small Town USA. And it's because you don't have to leave here and go there to do whatever you're wanting to do. You can stay here and create whatever you want to create because of that interconnectivity, that point-to-point type of possibility. And that's why, that's gonna be the future and success of Smile town USA, is that if we revitalize our urban districts, the talented folks that participate in these things, the next generation things, can do it right here. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: I agree, and if I were gonna, if I, were, if I <laughs> the preaching type (laughs) if i were going to preach to people that are um, creatives who want to like go to new york and make it i would say that you are wasting a lot of energy and that you can do what you want to do here plus you have the social capital of knowing people and having family and friends and resources that can help you do it here uh, rather than wasting all your time trying to quote unquote make it in new york Right. So the bumper
0: sticker that we will now have made is: I would rather be doing it
1: here. I'd rather be doing it right here. Where this bumper sticker is? <laughs> where this bumper sticker is? <laughs> In parentheses below it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think you know, and it's we we come back to it every single time. It comes down to this. It. I mean, truly, this whole. Connectivity thing that's happening and, and how the internet is is streamlining everything and giving everyone access to everything, continually comes down to just being very good news for small towns yeah. because just the, the, that I mean I said it repeatedly we it's about how geography doesn't mean what it used to mean in terms of society, and and it so it comes down to like how can can a small town best use you know I mean it's it's the opportunities are just endless you know yeah. for because it all comes down to so it becomes about. Once again, the, more evidence that just make your town attractive to people because it is ultimately going to be this thing that frames their lifestyle. Because the thing they're doing to perpetuate their lifestyle is, is easier for them to do in your town than it's ever been before.
2: Right, yes, and,
1: and and in this crowdfunding and every probably every foreseeable subject we'll talk about is just evidence to that. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. And I, I believe in geography. I believe, yeah. I believe
2: it exists.
1: Yeah. yeah I believe in social studies.
2: <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think the bumper sticker is uh it's not it's not location, location, location anymore. It's location, location, cats. Yeah. Or maybe or, or geography. Or geography. Or yeah. Nutella. Nutella. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Location, location, geography. I like that. <laughs> it's not about location, man. That's our that's our official. Thing that we say, man. man. <laughs> I just
2: I looked up um, the crowdsourcing on Wikipedia, and it's like literally a um, an accordion list of like it's just the alphabet, and you have to open each one and look through each letter oh, wow. of the alphabet to see all the websites. That That's a poor way to organize. It. Yeah, they need to crowdsource the way they're organizing yeah. crowdsourcing. If, Wikipedia should crowdsource what they do. And <laughs> yeah.
1: Write us the check. Wow, we came up with that right here. We don't want right to see you plagiarizing what we just came up with. But there's like some. There's really crazy stuff. There's like crowd, crowd kicker.
2: There's um. <laughs> you <made>
1: that up. <laughs> you there's one called crowd. source
2: source crowder. I don't know. Source crowder. Fund crowder. Fun wash.
1: <laughs> Crowdy
0: crowds. So um, <laughs> did you totally just Google a crowdsourcing <laughs> website? While we're While on the internet talking about crowdsourcing, Googly. No. Oh yeah, internet. oh yeah. I did that. So I think we pretty much covered everything that we didn't want to talk about, and some of what we did. And I think we'll uh, call it a day, and we'll see you next week. Bye.